Last time on the Dungeon Patrol, the party arrived in Old Home and immediately went to find the Queen. They were reunited with old friends and made some new allies, one of whom urged them to investigate the Stone Cups Tavern that night. They ventured forth and found the tavern abandoned, with the exception of a pair of corpses. Bloody footprints led them to a secret cellar. What will they discover in the underground lair? Find out now. good <laughs> we'll go with that the white walkers are in minnesota just in case you're oh wondering. yeah we're tired of them oh my gosh the snow the endless endless snow record year uh, yeah record year for us congrats congrats, <laughs> yeah, us. congrats us, yeah. we're, we're all so record. excited we can barely contain ourselves um uh, i'm glad uh, people were able to make it uh despite the constant uh storms and blizzards that uh we've been experiencing so uh episode 25 yeah wow. all right yeah so that's a quarter now we can rent a vehicle <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're uh we're almost uh kind of at a milestone because i think when we started we said we wanted to have you know do this every week for a year yeah so this would be like the halfway point uh oh. next episode right right yeah. this would be our silver anniversary yeah so we're getting we're getting close to a big milestone here, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I'm still hoping one of you dies, but um, I mean nothing personal there. I don't know. We, we posters had... were made. <laughs> yeah. we, have, we have to redo everything. But, but, but you, that will just make them collectible. Yeah, that would be. We're like, oh, remember yeah. when the poster had Cole oh. show on it? Uh, <laughs> that was a good time. Let's let's find wood to knock on. <laughs> I'm glad you automatically, you know, in, implicated yourself. Well, if as he did somebody else, die. that'd be more awkward. I think. Well, I mean, if I was going to vote somebody most likely to die, <laughs> he does get into the mess. He does, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, thanks uh, again for being here, and we still have this uh, awesome promotion going on, and we're going to continue for the rest of this campaign, giving away game science dice each week, and which is pretty cool. Pretty darn cool, I think. Um, so we have who's uh, using the dice now? Uh, Bjorn is going to be rolling some dice. Awesome! And what's the dice rolling? What did you pick? I picked the amethyst with the gold. Oh inking, my and gosh! They are stunning. Yeah, they look almost like a gemstone, but they're so lightweight. Um, they are rolling well so far, which you know that means for Bjorn, that's that's good news. You got a little Minnesota that's pride. That's really what we need. There. <laughs> Bjorn to roll more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, just a, a reminder for everyone, you can go and get Bjorn's dice from this game by uh, visiting DungeonPatrol.com slash dice. Uh, we'll be doing this promotion every week. Just go there, fill out the form, and do it before the Saturday at 7 p.m. following that episode's release, and you will be entered and have a chance to win the actual dice that we're using in the game. Thanks to Game Science for making all of this possible. And, you know, if you miss out on one week, you can always enter the next week because, like I said, we'll be doing this every week until this campaign is done. Um, and if you're unlucky like me, you can go to GameScience.com and use the code 39DP19A. Still doesn't roll off the tongue. But if you can get that down, take a note, 39DP19A, enter that to get 10% uh, off an order of $20 or more. And again, that expires on Halloween 2019, in case you're listening to this episode later. I'm going to call these the Prince Dice. Oh, nice. So this nice. is what we're going to find Very out. nice. This is what sounds like when doves cry. We're going to see what that is. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, I went there. It, it's, you did. It's you on did. record now. So, uh, Well, they are beautiful dice, mm -hmm. and I hope they serve you well for this episode. I'll think of more Prince puns, by the way. Oh, that'll be wonderful. So let's go crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. That's good enough. <laughs> Didn't take long. <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, last time 
you guys were in a uh, cellar below the uh, Stone Cups Tavern. And uh, you had uh, heard this ominous voice uh, asking you, um, you know, what your purpose was there. And uh, I can't even remember what you said. But it was the wrong answer. He didn't like my answer. No. Yeah. Uh, It was the wrong answer. So we we quickly uh, moved into uh, battle mode. Uh, but we ended the episode before that could happen. And I can't remember. Did we roll initiative? I don't think I don't, we did. I don't think we did. No. All right. I think we drew swords. Now is the time to roll initiative. Oh, yes. Yeah. Probably the best roll of the night right here. Is it really? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, let me add the... I'll call them good guys. You hang out with Halfling long enough, your luck will change. I don't know if it's that or maybe you get your luck by sucking it around (laughs) from the people around you. You know, maybe, you know, know, where does it come from? I have not seen that feat, but uh, is luck finite? I hope I don't have to. Yeah, that's a good question. Is luck finite? Hmm. There is a lucky feat, by the way. Well, other people luck too. (laughs) Uh, Call shows. Let's see if you're lucky. I got a 22. Nice. That's good. That is a good sign. Especially if you're down there, that's really helpful. Exactly. As long as I beat it, (laughs) Bjorn. Uh, I got a 20. Nice. Okay. Aileron. A paltry 13. Oh. Thora. 17. Nice. And let me order these. And there we go. That's our order. Uh-oh. Yes. I beat Scully. 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 <laughs> Agent Scully. Uh, so like I said last time, there was a dim light in here. There was a torch at your feet. Um, and when you got the answer wrong, there's another light over uh, behind a table on the far wall. And when you answered incorrectly, that light increased in intensity. And you can now see that it was coming from a skull surrounded by flames. And it is now flaming eyes are looking at you. And if you wanted to look around, you can see that you're standing in a pile of ash. Oh, that's Sure. Maybe there's some okay. some teeth uh, rolling around in the ash pile <laughs> for the dental. Records. Maybe a, a dagger, um, but uh, you're you're standing on on someone there. So I'm gonna worry less about that at the moment. <laughs> and says uh, Scully, I want to believe my sword is going to cut you in twain. <laughs> All right, so and you're up. I will charge him. I see he's hovering above that table. Uh, yep. And I guess I will leap up next to him and attempt to shatter his head All right. with my sword. If you're going to leap, let's do an athletics check quick, oh. if you don't mind. I was trying to be just colorful, but fine. Ooh. Okay. Uh, what is macrobax these days? It's high. So that's going to be... Oh, you said athletics. That is yeah, going to be either. Uh, 21. Uh, that should do it. I hope you can hop up on All a right, table. I can. <laughs> and now I'm going to blow my... Oh, I get two attack rolls, though, so I get two shots. Oh, that's still not terrible because he should be flat. Uh, that'll be a 16 on the first attack. Uh, that will hit. All right. I'll go ahead and roll the second attack, too. Oh, and that's going to be a miss because I rolled a 91. Oh, and, and I want to rage as a bonus action. Okay. As I'm charging because I think I'm going to need that. And that is only going to be eight damage. Eight damage. Well, that's something, right? No complaints there. That is something. Uh, <laughs> and it is now. Did it look like it hurt him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, like the, the light kind of flickered as your uh, sword cracked into it, uh, into the side of it. And uh, it left, you know, like a little chip on the side of the skull that you think you can see. So it felt pretty good. And I'm, who's driving the pawns there? Because I'm not moved. Oh, yeah. We need uh, someone to... Driver. There we go. Perfect. There you are on top of the table, just like you said. And now it is their turn, it looks like. Um, um, okay. Did something happen? What? I just see two... Yeah, there's... There's two of them now. Something else happened. <laughs> there's, there's two of them. Oh, that's not nice. No. Oh. So you hit one and they multiply? Yeah. They're like gremlins? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you feed them after midnight? Magwai, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's another one. 
I kept saying them and there, so you would know. Yeah. But, uh, I, don't, I, don't know. I thought you were just being generic. The, the royal them. Right? Yeah. No. Uh, so let's see what we're going to do here. Scully, I think. I don't even know if he can do this. Yeah, he can. We don't know the name of the other one, though, right? Not it's, yet. I hope oh, it's Smolder. <laughs> that would have been didn't better. didn't do it, it's your chance. That Where were you last on... week? Uh, no, unfortunately. I, I, not, it's not nice smolder. to know our community appreciates that, too. <laughs> um, so he's going to move. You get an opportunity attack. Oh, hello. Uh, that will be a 17. Uh, yep. For max damage. Nice. Uh, 14 damage. Whoa. That really hurt. Uh, you can act, see the crack in the side of the skull now and flames start to seep through it. Um, but he is going to do his thing now, which is... I'm scared. A ray of fire shoot from the eyes directly at you. I duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is a uh, 23. No! And I'll just roll the other one quick. And a, ah, shoot, 15. Okay. So one hit, I'm guessing? Yes. Yes. And, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, 21 damage. Ooh. Is and that I, half? No, because I only wow. have uh, physical damage. Oh. So uh, that's going to hurt. Yowza! So it pays you back a little bit. And the other one, with the unfortunate name of Bones, I'm sorry, uh, Smolder would have been awesome. So good. Um, so it's going to come up to the doorway and going to get uh, his attacks in. And that's a 24. Oh, no. And a 10. Uh, let's see. Mm. You know how we were just joking about Cole Show being the first to it die? It was so funny. <laughs> it was funny like five Hilarious. minutes ago. <laughs> uh, 15 damage that Whoa. time. Wow. <laughs> um, run away. <laughs> you need some I, backup here. You don't have to tell me twice. Um, and Bjorn, you're up. Okay, then. So he, we're, we're not, we didn't see anything, right? He, we just hear the commotion. Uh, yeah, you probably see bursts of light, uh, coming up from the. Sure. So the free action. So, are, are, is everything okay down there? No. <laughs> All right. So I'll head down the ladder, um, get to the bottom, and I'll see what's going down. Right. I'm gonna step to my right. Is that a bed to my right there? Uh, yeah, there are two beds. I'm gonna jump on the bed. Oh, okay. Now is not the time, Bjorn. Yeah. Woohoo. And I'm going to go after the one that I see because I didn't really see the other one around the corner. After Scully. Scully. Yeah. All right. Let's see what you can do to Scully. Let's do that. That is. First hit will. I'm going to do a bonus action. We're going to do my Hunter's Mark. All right. On Scully. And that is a 20 to hit. Uh, that will hit. I'm guessing this is going to hurt. Not so much this one. Uh, that's uh, 12 points of damage. Okay. And then I have my... Hold on. That's because my first attack. <laughs> so My second attack is going to be an 18. Uh, that hits. Okay, and that's going to be my extra damage attack. Oh, man. Of all the regrets I have, it's it's the smolder <laughs> thing. It's just gonna kill me. That's sixteen points of da um, seventeen points of damage. All right. And as your crossbow flies across the yeah. room, goes through one of the flaming eyes just after it, you know, got done torching uh, your friend Cull Show, mm -hmm. and bursts out the back, and you can see bone fragments and flames kind of gush out the back, and it falls to the ground. Cool. Okay. Do I think there's more down here? Because I still have an extra attack. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. You would probably see the light. Because I got an extra 10 feet of movement on my yeah. first turn. So I'm going to jump off the bed. What's my movement? Like how far was the ladder? Uh, the ladder was, let's see. What did I say? Because I, I have say? minimum movement compared to the rest of you. Yeah, I think <laughs> I said it was like 15 feet. Okay, so that's I got 
35 feet. So this is 20 feet. So I'll be able to get around the corner and take my last shot. All right. And that's a natty 20. Oh, my everybody. gosh. Yes, I'm actually glad you rolled it. Yes. <laughs> you need to do the Prince squeal every time you roll a 20. Yeah. I, that's more Michael Jackson. Prince is a lot tougher squeal than, than it Michael is. Jackson. <laughs> okay. We really need a soundboard. We we probably should. I mean, now that one. we're at 25 episodes, maybe we should... Uh, like actually hire a Foley artist and uh, get a soundboard in here. So that's 23 points of damage. Oh my gosh. What the heck? They were now doing so well. Now I'm done with that though. All right. Um, Thora, your turn. Uh, so Thora will climb down this, the ladder. I'm surprised it didn't have any resistance. And move into the room, try and see what's going on until she can see the remaining flaming skull. And, and flaming coal show, too. Uh, nothing I can do fine. about that. He's a crispy. <laughs> and then say, oh, this is not good. And um, die again. <laughs> die again. Uh, and that is a 19. Oh. Yeah. Okay, and I'll go ahead and just roll this second one. God, you oh, guys yeah. are on fire. And that's <laughs> a 21. So, D, la, 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 la. somewhere is the right dice. There it is. And, and so that's 17 damage. Wow. And it is, uh, I mean, you can see cracks in the skull and, and flames, lines of flame uh, kind of seeping through and smoke. And it's uh, kind of wobbles in the air a little bit. Um, really, really, really damaged. And Aileron, you're up. Okay, I'm going to calmly make way, my way into the basement. Turn my... <laughs> calmly. Look around the corner. And say, oh, that's not good. And I'm going to summon the shadows to snuff it out. All right. Make a reflex or a dexterity save. Okay. Let's see. What is that? Uh, that is an 18. Oh, it makes the save. It is a flaming, not snuff. flying skull. It, I mean, yeah. it seems like it would have pretty good dexterity. <laughs> well, that's what it is. You know. All right. You tried. That's all we can ask. Uh, Cull Show, you're up. I uh, will wildly leap down in front of it. And I'm going to, uh, I will recklessly attack it. Okay. Oh. Die. Die. Make this happen. So my first attack, which I'm glad I did that, is going to be a 23. So that'll be a hit. That is a hit. Uh, for 12 damage. All right, so you jump down, start swinging wildly as you're in the air, and your sword comes crashing down and splits it right in two, and fragments of bone go flying everywhere, and it drops to the ground, oh. dead. By the gods, what are those things? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could do a check if you wanted to know what they were. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, what are those things? Oh, I apparently I have no idea. I mean, what would that even be a check? History, Re probably. Religion? Or? Yeah. Well, probably history, I'm guessing. Dungeoneering yeah, now is kind of like history. Arcana. Yeah. I, would, I would give arcana, you arcana yeah. or history. Yeah. I've got plus zero on all of those, but I rolled a 16. <laughs> That's all under intelligence, <laughs> isn't it? Um, so that is a, uh, a common, ordinary flame skull. Common and ordinary. Yep. See them all the time. Mm. Uh, no, it's a, it's a flame skull. And uh, basically, uh, it is uh, kind of a uh, made from a spellcaster, and uh, you can create them and give them simple commands to follow, and they will carry that out until the day they are destroyed. I guess. Now the bodies upstairs were not burned. No. Just just this one at the bottom of the just the one ladder. at the bottom. Yeah. So what does that mean? That is, I do not know. Somebody wasn't supposed to be down here and answered it wrong also. Yeah, you did follow uh, bloody footprints into the cellar, so... 
And whoever it was was not as resilient as I am, the mighty cold show. Speaking of resilient, I'm going to give uh, Cure Wounds at second level, so that there'll be 19 points. Of- he turns, and you just see his entire front is blackened. <laughs> and I'll just put my hand, I guess would be on like his side, or, you know, as touch his, his, his elbow oh, or something. Oh, That's about yeah. as high as I can get. I would... That's so 19 points. Back. 19. He's got it back. So you're feeling a little better, Cull Show. Just a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're standing in this, uh, it's not a huge room, uh, but there's a table over on the one side, a couple of beds down by the uh, uh, ladder, and um, there are some shelves that have lots and lots of books and scrolls and things like that. Um, and I'm uh, going to go check this out. Okay. Uh, why don't you guys all roll perception? I'm going to sit down. I'm literally going to sit at the table. Oh, okay. 17. Mm. Nice. 18. Okay. Uh, I've got a 22. Wow. Very These nice. dice are rolling well. Yeah, they are. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh, are you going to check on anything? Unless there's something saying? I can see over here by the wall. Uh, I mean, that's an eight perception. Uh, books and papers and things. Yeah. So you rolled an eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, you don't notice anything. I'm going to kind of like brush my clothes off a little, a little, (laughs) it's still on fire. (laughs) Uh, all right. So you guys start looking around and you can tell, I mean, just from the sheer, uh, volume of, uh, stuff on the shelves, scroll after scroll, book after book. Um, there's some crates and other things. There's a desk. Um, you can start rooting around and you will find a uh, kind of a, uh, a hidden trove of books um, that's stashed away in a secret uh, door in the desk. And this uh, group of books is uh, stands out because... They're all kind of bound together by a leather strap, and as you open that, open them up, you can see that they're written in some strange cipher. Um, mm. You can't quite puzzle it out, and uh, so you get the impression that they're pretty important. Um, and also, in that same cache of hidden goods, you find a small box with a hoard of rubies sapphires and emeralds what um kind of all stashed back in this little cubby and it's about 2400 gold worth of gems wow that's quite a lot it's quite a lot the biggest haul we've ever gotten and it's uh Mm -hmm. divisible by four Ryan. <laughs> Good GM. You know, I have to change that every time because I, <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing the math and I'm like, this is not divisible by four. So uh, that's what you find. Uh, the other scrolls and stuff <clears throat> seems to be lots of uh, uh, bills and letters to people don't seem so important. A lot of mundane stuff, um, but it takes you a while. I'm going to uh, have you guys roll uh, perception again? Um, or wait, one of you did get over a 20, I right? 22. Okay. So it takes you about 45 minutes to find this cache and to go through most of the other stuff to realize that it's worthless. I'm just going to do some detect magic, though, just as a like, double check. All right. So you detect magic, and I will say... That as you do that, the bone fragments and the skulls uh, glow faintly. Well, that's not useful. That is it? That is it. Unless we turn them into like some kind of protein shake or something. Just digest them. (laughs) Would that be a good idea? Uh, Absorb their power. Mm -hmm. That's how it works, right? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I will gather the bone fragments. Okay. Well, they'd say that there's like enough iron and bone that you can infuse it into a sword if, when, yeah. you're, when you're making it. <laughs> it's called the Scully I, Sword. I thought I was the creepy one in the group. <laughs> Collecting <laughs> bone frames. Hey, it might be useful. We really test you, see how far it can, you know, what really freaks you out. Uh, yeah. I've heard some cultures do that, you know, that way the, the blood yeah. of your enemies is in, in your swords. 
All right. <laughs> That's an what? interesting thought. Uh, so you guys uh, collect the bone fragments. You've got this. They the act like you're not a barbarian. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you expect? And uh, what are you going to do now? Uh, I want to, I mean, are there, we followed the bloody footprints down here. Are they any? No more footprints past the body. Yeah. So is there, mm -mm. there's, oh, okay. there's, so. there's a lot of, there's a stash of gems. This is someone was living down here. No, uh, based on the notes and the other things that you've seen, the table, um, everything else, uh, it looks like it was a kind of a meeting room, you know, maybe a clandestine sure. sort of location where the householders could get away from it all and unwind and be themselves mm -hmm. among their fellows. It's like the clubhouse for the group. This is late at night. Because we remember we went late That's at right. night. Yeah. So the the ash actually now that I'm thinking about the 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 body or mm -hmm. what's left of it, I would get up and go kind of comb through it. I mean, was there any there was a remains of weaponry or anything on him? Uh, yeah, there was a dagger. Um, it looks like it was uh, a fairly uh, nice uh, steel dagger. Um, it's kind of blackened now. There was a leather-wrapped handle that has been kind of turned to ash. Um, it's probably still salvageable. If you wanted to put some time and effort in it, into it, you could sell it maybe. It's a good hunk of steel, but... Mm, I'll, I'll pocket it. Maybe I can do that if I'm bored. All right. So the spellcaster, we wouldn't be able to... We know that this is based upon her detect magic. We know that these are magical and that some spellcaster cast these and but we don't know the range or anything like we don't know that spell uh, detailed enough to like would this person have to be within range or is it just a, a command and that's just that it's the end of their relationship between that and the caster it's a kind of a set it and forget it sort of thing like a like a Roomba <laughs> the flaming skull Roomba flaming Roomba yeah well, except my Roomba can need much more attention. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my left wheel is stuck. Oh, I'm at the edge of a cliff. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so I'm just I'm trying to get like the source of this, like what's the importance of this to where these are the, you know, these didn't create the blood. No. This, the flaming skulls did. No. But the person that was in ash did that seems to be the case person yeah. came in on a murder spree yeah. came down into the safe place and got attacked by the guardians this is just usually a really busy place and it's, it's been closed for a while though yeah, that's true so but they're down here for a reason well i mean maybe they were programmed to kill certain people okay. or keep out i mean maybe he didn't know the password right they asked me something right. Yeah. So maybe they They're maybe the guard the just books got was in the wrong spot at the wrong time. You know, he yeah. maybe didn't belong here and didn't notice a seagull or whatever it was and there you go. Yeah. Hmm. Or it's two factions fighting each other. Not everything has this like deep meaning connection. No. <laughs> it it kind of does. I mean, you guys yeah. haven't figured everything out right. yet. Uh you could roll like a do an insight or Investigation, maybe. And I'll, I could give you some hints. I will do high an roll. investigation roll. There we go. Uh, Seventeen investigation. I got a twenty-five investigation. All right. So, you guys are kind of thinking about this now, and uh, you you think that Elrond's on the right track. Somebody came in, murdered uh, the two people that were here. Uh, obviously, knew where they were going. Went down to the cellar and um, were incinerated uh, fairly quickly by the flame skulls. Uh, apparently answered the question incorrectly as well. And as you think about it more, you know that there, that note that you found mentioned something about cellar. Remember oh, the note yes. from the delirious person that Reclaim the, the key to my house. Yep. And he, the question you were asked were, was what? Um, what was I don't that know question? That was a week, was, that was a week ago. Something about a key? <laughs> Can we play back that tape? 
<laughs> I have to look back. Uh, let's see. What was, was there it? there a key? Like something about the key? Uh, it was, why have you entered here, I believe. Oh, then I decided to actually answer legitimately, and I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you think that that probably maybe was the right answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, oh, like we should have said, reclaim, reclaim the, key. the key to my house. Okay. Yeah. So this being kind of the householder clubhouse, the householders are not so active anymore because this is, you know, kind of the center of the queen's power now. And they've been running around trying to cause trouble um, elsewhere. So this is kind of, you know, like they locked it up, you know, this is the place where, you know, they store something. Maybe they were storing these books for, you know, that's uh, quite a uh, large cache of gems just to be storing here. That's what I was thinking. There's something more important here. To yeah, it could be. It could be a, involved in something else. Sure. Mm. Well, I think the books are going to be very informative. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, so I'm going to say some time goes by and you guys are piecing this all together. And when that happens... Um, I don't know where you put the fragments of the bone. Um, Because that will be important in the next 30 seconds. So I had imagined that I had just put them in a nice little cloth baggie. (laughs) Like a Ziploc bag of cloth. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So you, the bag, wherever it is being held, uh, bursts into flames. And you can see the flame skulls arise from the ashes totally reformed Ugh. See, this is why it's worth going to the Renfest and getting a chainmail bag because it's not flammable <laughs> I see that yes okay next Renfest we're there we, absolutely this, we are living the Renfest <laughs> <laughs> I think they just call it the fest now fest yeah um, okay so I they like that suddenly appear and are whole, and I will mark them as such, I guess, on your map, and give them back. Are they all going to be right next to Thora? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. probably, because I'm the one that has the bag. Uh, I think I just gave them so, all yeah, kinds of... Yeah, ash or something, some, some other one, skulls. Um, and I am taking care of that now, and let's see. Hit points back, and Thora... You are there, and there they are, kind of hovering in front of you now. And you hear a disembodied voice say, Why have you entered here? To reclaim the key to my house. All right. So Much they better. flare brilliantly. The Deja eyes, vu. <laughs> the eyes flare brilliantly for a second, and then they kind of start to hover away from you. And one returns to the other room, and the other one kind of starts hovering over the table again. And that is that. Huh. Guard skulls. Guard yes. skulls. Clever girl. Yeah, so they will, I think, reform after an hour unless you do something special to them. Um, but luckily you knew the... Like turn them into a shake and digest them. <laughs> or, I don't or want to see what sword. happens yeah. then. I don't know. Maybe they had my reform inside your gullet. I think that would have been yeah. a bad idea. <laughs> I was going to do that, weren't you? <laughs> I really was. That was going to really fit the... Talking about someone dying today. Uh, indigestion. <laughs> Some heartburn. Um, anyway, so good job. You guys have these books now. You have a ton of gems. Um, yeah. You'll be all blinged out. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> and what are you going to do? I think we're going to go back to the keep and begin pouring over these books. Vito is the one who told us to go here. Yeah, he recommended that you should follow up on this because it sounded promising to him. But we're we're in a different town, right? No, no. Oh, Vito's no. in the Vito keep. Vito's at the keep, yeah. Yeah, we found this note on somebody else that had Vito attached to it with this with the the, the Vito is that cool grizzled seller. old guy. Yes, scholars sent the note about the cellar and key to my my house thing. Mm-hmm. So scholars was aiming us in this direction. Yeah, but yes, but the 
but we're we're in the old home right now. And mm-hmm. Well, I think before we leave, we should uh, quickly search through the rest of the tavern. I think that's wise. All right. So you guys can go upstairs and you can find, I will just say, uh, 10 gold uh, from the various parts around the tavern. Uh, there's a tip jar. You mean 12, 12? gold or... Eight gold. <laughs> Twelve gold. <laughs> shaking the GM down. Uh, That's right. So, yeah. You're, you're shaking the, the tip jar, and then you look, and underneath the tip jar were a couple more, and so they're 12. <laughs> so are we dividing up those gems now? Yes. Yeah, so let's just this go This is called Dungeons that. and Digits. This is, you know, we're not here for a math lesson. Uh, I was just going to hold on to them for right now. All right. I, I really? Yes, really. Okay. <laughs> She's saying learning. that because she doesn't trust you. I don't. <laughs> she didn't say that overtly. Well, we all know what she was implying. Well, she's learning mm. so quickly. I love it. Your shifty eyes don't help yep. in your case. You staring at those gems either. <laughs> <laughs> Money is useful. Uh, I just will keep it safe here with the... With Ajax, and yeah, tucked away. Mm-hmm. He's Ajax is going to guard it. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to braid the gems in his in his coat. <laughs> uh, the looks, the sadness on Elrond's face is is worth it. Um, so that's about all you find. Uh, the place is pretty run down. Um, you could tell that once upon a time this was probably a pretty well-to-do establishment being as close as it is to kind of the higher end part of town and close to the the big college um, where they train all of the kingdom's best best fighters and tacticians and uh, you know but it's really but seen the better days. the cups have not been used recently. Um, there are some dirty cups mm. and things but it looks like they've been sitting there for you know, days. Um, and Luggy, if you remember, I think he told you that, you know, a lot of the Southerners had, had left town mm-hmm. um, because of the impending war-like state. Oh, and how fresh were the bodies? Uh, really fresh. Okay. Was there any unopened bottles of wine? Uh, you could oh. go through and, you know, there's, there's, there's some ale some and casks. wine. And, yeah. 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 They're, they're, like they're stocked up like they were hoping to be open but you know it's just maybe a a week or two past prime on some of the foodstuffs and things but wine should be fine well let's go back and puzzle out these books all right so in the dark of night you guys stroll out of the stone cups tavern and you march back up to the citadel um this time the guards outside, you know, they've been told to look out for you. Is Steve going to n- knock it off now? Is he out there? Or? It's not him. You know, he's got to sleep sometime, right? Got, the guy's got a family. He's got kids to worry about. Um, it's just a, yeah, totally eight to five sort of gig for him. Um, and you go out or go into the Citadel proper and uh, you see that they had sent someone ahead and Vito is there. And he comes rushing up to you. Doesn't look like he slept at all. He's still fully dressed, and he he's like, uh, I, I I heard I heard from Luggy that you were you were headed to the Stone Cups tonight. Uh, what did you find? It's a hot establishment. <laughs> Five chili peppers. What he's trying to say is that we found a series of books from the householders, but they're in a cipher. All right. Uh, can you make heads or tails of it? Well, there's more to say but besides that. So there's some dead people, like freshly dead people. We don't know who they are. And then in the the cellar, there are flaming skulls that will incinerate you if you go down there. Yes. <laughs> if you notice my outfit, I am somewhat incinerated. <laughs> but I, I think the useful part for you, Vito, are these books. All right. So... He uh, he's very curious about the books, and he uh, he asked to see them. He says he ha- he knows a guy who knows a guy. Of course, and he's Vito. He knows. A guy. Yeah, he knows hey, a guy. Vito. 
and uh, he's uh, he would like to take a look at the books if you guys are willing to part with them. Oh. Hmm. I have not had a chance to really examine them myself yet. Uh, he'll say he he'll report back in the morning. No problem. He'll see what he can figure is out. Is it a different language, or is it? It's in it's like a, a, a cipher. Yeah, it's, it's a cipher. Saying. So he's willing to have his guy look at it and get back to you if you guys want to rest up. I guess. He also says he will uh, track down uh, Luggy and have some men from the city guard go to the stone cups and see what the heck's going on there. Well, you like you need to be very careful. I mean. Don't send them into the basement. Yes. Oh, okay. tell them the words. I don't want to do that. <laughs> You have to fight them like we did. Come on. So I'll uh, tell Lucky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, the, the one who got you know started on fire is the one telling him to tell him the words. <laughs> you might want to tell him the words. Uh, all that hair, that the singe smell. I'm, I'm going to go take a bath and get some fresh clothes. Uh, that's a good I'll idea. See you in the morning. All right. So. I'm assuming you guys are handing off the books. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the gems. No. No. <laughs> there better be no mention of gems. Okay. We didn't find any valuables there besides the books. Uh, so he takes the books. He thanks you. He uh, uh, has a, a guard uh, run and get uh, luggy. And um, you guys can go retire to your apartments now if you would like. Okay. All right. So... You guys head off through the Citadel. You know the way now, uh, back to the rooms that Luggy showed you earlier. And you get in and, you know, uh, you can find a communal bathhouse somewhere if you need to, Cull Show. The rest of you can, you know, crawl into bed. You guys said you were moving the beds around so Thora could have privacy. I think Thora said that, but yeah, that I don't is, know that we... And no one argued with her. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> they know not to. Yeah, that was the smart thing to do. That is correct, yes. Um. So you guys are going to rest? Yeah. Yes. All right. And then we... So I would Yes, just... a nice, long, deep, REM sleep rest. <laughs> um, Call Show, what is your max hit point total again 60 60 so i would roll okay you're just healing me yeah overnight you basically go all the way that make it really easy yeah it's only a short rest you have to roll for your your die so you're all healed up um and that night you're like everybody's like wolverine basically it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) i just want to keep you in the fight And uh, so you rest through the night, uh, no disturbances. It was pretty late by the time you guys got back after your investigation and your battle with the flame skulls. And um, But bright and early, um, you hear a knock on your door. What? And as you um, answer it, you see a very tired looking, you know, uh, Vito standing out there. Uh, he's tired. Uh, you can see like bags under his eyes, but he looks really excited. Hello. What did you <laughs> discover, Vito? It's like, oh, the guy, the guy I know, uh, he, uh, he, he, he managed to puzzle some things out that I thought you, you all would be interested in. Please come in. Tell us. Okay. So he comes in and, and, uh, he uh, he's like uh, my my apologies. I, I've been I've been speaking with uh, Lady Florenza, and uh, I, I made made some inquiries into your backgrounds, you know, so I can make sense of some of these notes. Um, so uh, these are the things my guy's still working on it, but these are the things that he he found and, and just wanted to pass them on. Um, there there was a, a man that was mentioned. Uh, at some point, a, a name, the Falconer. Do you remember that? The Falconer. Hmm. <laughs> that was many, many episodes many ago. moons ago. <laughs> uh, uh, not, so I think you just found a note, uh, like someone gave someone else some orders. Down here. 
Yeah. I don't think I wrote that one down. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Yeah, so the Falconer was a, another name on a note. Uh, it was the only other one on a note that you found besides H, the mysterious oh, that's H. Right. Yes, there are a okay. lot of notes. You guys do have a lot of notes. Um, so he, uh, he, his guy believes that uh, the person known as the Falconer is the one and only Hamlin Scornsby. So the new guy, the usurper claiming to be king of Ashmore now, mm-hmm. uh, was part of this whole plot uh, with the heralds and everything. So probably useful information to have. Um, also discovered that H or Halder Traven, as you also know him, and Scornsby were among the first dozen or so founding members, from what they can tell, of the householders. Yeah, that's not a shock. Mm. And also find out that it was Scornsby himself who paid Halder Traven to kill a couple of halflings. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Scor- <laughs> you said Scornsby? <laughs> I'm like not at the door. All of a sudden you see me pop in my head yeah. out of the door. Wait, what? Did you say yeah. Scornsby? What were the halflings' names? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, there's some halflings around here. Uh, he, he shrugs and he says, all, all I know is that they were killed uh, outside of a, a, a tavern in Sailmaker's Row that's, called the Maiden's Blush. That's my parents. He had them killed? That's that's what my guy says. Your guy. And you trust your guy? I, I trust him with this. Does certainly. it say why? Does not say why. It's just because they were halflings, right? Yeah. yeah. They were part of some kind of resistance. Yeah. Um... So Maiden's Blush in Sailmaker's Row, which is a part of Old Home, just uh, an area of Old Home down by the docks. It's probably not because they were obnoxious and never stopped talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you also... (laughs) (laughs) Now you're sighing. Uh, That's a big, big sigh. That's how you deal with someone's death. (laughs) Too soon. Oh, Oh, too soon. Um, It's only been like 35 years. Yeah, well... Vito's guy also discovered that Parish Stone Cup was really close to finalizing a deal to sell the tavern um, when suddenly the deal fell through and uh, his guy, you know, um, Luggy had returned and one of the notes that you guys had left behind that seemed meaningless at the time uh, was an angry uh, letter from someone named Marvin Bouchard who was the eager buyer um, but, uh, and, and basically like, why, why change your mind at this point? You know, what's going on? And he seemed very alarmed because the deal was almost sealed. So maybe that has something to do with the imposter who was playing parish. I figured. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he also tells you that Luggy's, uh, team, found a body underneath the table buried in a shallow grave in the cellar. Oh, wow. Um, that if Colshow had rolled a bit higher since he was sitting on the table, he probably would have noticed, but um, it uh, appears it could be Parish Stone Cup, the real Parish oh, Stone Cup. Okay. And... Um, he says, you know, it's obvious from everything my guy has seen that uh, there's been clear communication between the householders and the heralds for years um, coordinating this massive effort to kind of sow discord in the kingdom of Ashmore. And so he's, uh, that's why he's so eager because this, you know, to him, this seems like it's all making sense. Everything he's been hearing is making sense. He just needs to puzzle out a few more things. And, um, uh, the last thing he tells you is that Halder Traven apparently at one time owed 
some of the members possibly scorns be a huge sum of gold and it was paid off um all at one time which is quite remarkable since from what they can tell this halter traven character was you know pretty pretty low-born a commoner of very modest means um and so it seems like a sort of a strange thing to him no one knows why the how Scornsby got his nickname the falconer um if you guys remembered back to episode one <laughs> <laughs> his uh scornsby's man uh that's his uh that's his uh, like coat of arms is the three gold falcons on a field of green and so falconer seems like uh i suppose falcons hmm. murder stuff so yeah i mean that would make sense maybe he raised falcons yeah, <laughs> Falcons. Yes, yes, I know it's that simple. Um, well, thank you. I think if I'm going to have like a spinoff of this just for Bjorn, it's going to be called V for Vendetta. So thanks for giving me another, you know, another reason to yep. carry on. I just say if 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 we see Scornsby and the time is right, I get first shot. All right, he just called. I'm going to look at Cool Show. Just give me this one, Cool Show. Oh no, that's fine. You can have Scornsby and whoever else you want. I've got dibs on Larchwood. Yeah. Culture will be dead by then. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, you just got some dirty looks from everybody. You <laughs> just have to live long enough to kill Larchwood. Right. Uh, you know how hard it is to find a tank nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you guys learned a lot from that trove of books so far. Mm-hmm. His guy's going to keep working on it. Um, and, uh, so that was a pretty good, pretty good find. And you got a ton of jewels and stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which. And a burnt dagger. I so guess. we, they're, we have, they're a, fine. Don't worry about them. A couple of names from the householders, but we, how deep does, how many people are involved in this? What, what kind of size of a oh, group is this? Yeah. Uh, that was probably the most, uh, useful, not useful, but, uh, Uh, impactful bit of information is that part of why they know this is because they decoded this one of the books that was just basically a a list of all of the members oh and so so there's and you're going to get a copy of that to us uh (laughs) the list it's it's already being worked on like they're going to eradicate the householders from at least the north, wherever the queen holds sway. They're going to send out riders and. There's the original idea of, of a very small per- assassin with a name of lists of people that they're going to kill. Just an idea you know, <laughs> for a show or something. <laughs> v for Vendetta. The uh, Hound, Cersei. I'm just uh, going to be at night. I'm going to be listing off uh, names, guys, okay. <laughs> before I go to bed. <laughs> I'll give you a list of the 100 plus members and you can. You know, sometimes it's hard to get to sleep. Spend 15 minutes each episode. (laughs) Just listing. Just listing. Um, No, it's all being taken care of. uh, He's really excited about that because uh, obviously they've tried to stir up a lot of trouble in the past few weeks. Do you know Scornsby well enough to know, does he try to keep his own hands clean? Or is he, you know, he has people do stuff for him? Uh to where H is much more of a, uh, more of a, a sheep, or he's more of a, you know, follower. Yeah. I guess you, you would say Scornsby is the leader of this group. You don't know much about Vito, um, but you can tell he's not from around here. What concerns me is he knows a little bit about us, right? He did some yeah. background checks. So I I can tell you that uh, we'll say that Vito. You know, as you inquire about these things, he he doesn't know uh, about Scornsby's personal, you know, involvement in this. Uh, He seems like kind of a mix, you know, from what he can tell now. He was obviously very hands on 35 years ago when the householders were founded or whenever. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, obviously, has a lot of minions and people that are working for him. Um, but Vito will tell you he's still, you know, puzzling this out, still trying to get a feel for some of the major players. He's actually from, um, Drummondor. Oh. And he lived in a, the city called Vadragan, which is kind of this huge, 
slaving outpost um, uh, in northern Drummondor. It's kind of known as like this massive cesspit where every sort of depravity occurs routinely. And um, so he was a he was a gladiator himself, forced to fight. He won and won and won and was so good that he was taken, uh, purchased by one of the top gladiator slave masters in the city and was now like a trainer. And with that, he got a lot of freedom. What a feel-good story. Yeah, a lot of access. And uh, so he became kind of the contact for the Ashmorian people um, and became the spy master in Vadrigan. Cool. Mm. Well, I'm going to tell him if if he sees a, a double parking pony ticket on my name on it, it was not me. <laughs> okay. She did a background check. Nice. Yeah. No, now that we're finally talking to Vito, I was remembering the um, the acting troupe that we you know nearly killed at the bridge, which still owes us a performance. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's true. Uh, they are supposed to be reported to him, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. they have they made it to Old Home? Um, he, uh, he can tell you that he knows they, uh, stopped in, in far below recently and are on their way to old home. Mm. He said he's trying to rebuild the network. Um, half of it, you know, was killed, you know, and half of the remaining half was, you know, went to Scornsby. And so he's, uh, again, not being from here, he's doing his best to kind of rebuild that network. Well, if you're looking for a small strike team to be part of that network, you need look no further. Yeah, you see a little twinkle in his dead eye, and he rubs his chin, and he's like... Koso looks around. Who are you talking about, Alron? (laughs) I'll explain it to you later. I thought you'd like to avoid danger. I like payment. Mm. I don't know. I think I got enough going on. (laughs) Really, what do you have going on? I have a whole thing that what, you know nothing thing? about. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I never ask. I know. Yeah. All right. So since he's the spy master now, does, does do we know where Larchwood is these days? Um, the last time anyone saw Larchwood was basically when you guys uh, uh, almost caught up to him at the Abbott's Ferry before you crossed the river. I wonder where he went. Yeah. And and so and where what is his rank now in the enemy forces for Scornsby? Is he he seems like he's pretty important. Uh he believes that he is a captain and um he was uh actually a member uh I think in one of the early episodes Florenza told you this. He was a member of the Queen's uh or of the Trident Guard, uh the royal family's guards mm-hmm. and um and that's how he got to know Lady Florenza. And mm. they became an item, but he was always kind of jaded because he wasn't he wasn't as uh highborn as some of the other people and wanted more status. He brought and a power. lot of baggage to that relationship. A lot of baggage. So he's kind of a you know, always felt like he deserved more. Mm-hmm. Scornsby thought that, you know, uh he was worth more and kind of lured him away and Scornsby formed his own very similar group called the Talon Guard, which is, you know, he's already thinking of himself as king and trying to mimic everything that the royal family had, di- had done. And uh, so, you know, he's basically one of the top guys in, in the Talon Guard. Well, I've waited a very long time to kill him. Yeah, you've been very patient. And yet it seemed like he was traveling north. Uh, it did. He's up here somewhere. And if you remember outside of uh, Crowsbury, the Twilight Vigil, you know, people um, are actually Lord Lamar, Sir Lamar, ran into one of, uh, you know, maybe you guys didn't piece that out, but Beto can tell you that the guy that uh, tried to convince Lamar to just stay put. Oh, sure. That's was, right. Yeah. yeah. One of, uh, one of the men that rode North with Larchwood, probably another member of the Talon guard, perhaps who knows. So he's around, 
Vito's obviously concerned. Uh, I know I still want to go back to uh, Northwall and pursue those orc slavers. Uh, Vito's curious when you you know talk about the slaves, um, since he was a slave himself until recently, and uh, he said that uh, that's what brought him here. Um, he was training a new group of, you know, gladiators and uh, Baron Zelmo Goshki, which is Eldzik's personal slave master, rolled into Vadragan and started buying every able-bodied slave in the town. And uh, Vito learned that he was going to be sold um, along with all of his recruits, um, and uh, he orchestrated an escape so his trainees could uh, get away into the uh, underbelly of the city of Vadragan, and he himself stowed away in a boat and uh, made it to Old Home. And that's when basically all hell broke loose in the kingdom, and he talked to Lord Coram Greylash, who actually uh you know is the is the lord of old home and convinced him to retrieve the young lady delthea from skyburn hall this is very complicated it is very and complicated and for the people at home he has like no notes in front of him yeah so. it's amazing to me that you keep <laughs> I didn't know we were actually so flow charting all yeah, that if your listeners are keeping track of this you could send it to us <laughs> that would be very helpful yes i need help sometimes too so um but yeah, so there's a there's a whole story. I told you guys this was complicated. And nobody took any notes, but not the, oh, we have the notes. We're taking notes. Yes, yeah. okay. I should have yeah. taken more notes earlier. I did not yeah. take notes on this part because it was just like there's too many names yep. and yep. too many. <laughs> there's yeah. no organization to a story you're telling, and you when you write down notes, you know, you, just, yeah. you don't want to tell the whole story. Yeah, just a bunch of names. Well, you guys learned a lot. Um, and you eliminated or helped to eliminate the householders from the northern half of the kingdom, at least. Vito is very happy with you. Very, very happy with you. That's kind of a good deed. Yeah. yeah. So, and he seems like a stand-up guy, you know? Or a spy master. I kind of like him. He seems cool. So he's yeah. a spy master, so he can get us information as well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's going to uh, let you guys go about your day. And I don't know what you're going to do now. I kind of want to go catch up with Vito for a second and ask him, you know, he <laughs> oh did some gosh. background checking stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, what did he find out about my, you know, since we helped you with this, could you share some of the information? I mean, here's the thing, Vito. I've been on this journey for quite some time <laughs> with these people. And I'm just, I mean, I can tell you my story. I love to tell my story, you know, I'm not, but is there, I mean, is there anything I should be watching my back for? I feel like I trust these people, but I just, oh you my know, gosh. I try to talk and talk to these people. They just don't want to talk just back. Talk and talk and talk. Feel the music. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. such a wide range of personalities in this group. It's, so I'm just saying, you know, that that's just from one warrior to another you know what are we okay am i okay uh your your companions seem like uh really good people mm -hmm. uh then he winks at aleron and starts to walk away i'm just gonna touch my nose <laughs> and just look at him and say have a good day vito uh he he waves and he said he'll report back uh feel free to check in with him if you need anything and uh, if he learns more, he'll let you guys know. Great. Awesome. Uh, anything else you guys are going to do? Uh, to the markets. To the markets. I would like to possibly visit my orphanage. Uh, oh, you know about the Maiden's Blush. That's yeah. the only thing you know about right now. Well, I mean, the orphanage I lived here for as yeah. a child. But you don't really know where that is. I don't remember where that is. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were tiny at the time. Yeah, yeah you were pretty small. Now we could walk around the city. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is it. No, they all look the same. All these orphanages. We'll do a do. tour of old home off yeah. there. Yeah, the market's a good place to go. 
Okay. So uh, you could you could head to the markets, and that's probably a great place to stop because we'll you guys can do some buying, and then we'll pick that up next week. Hey. Okay. Right. You've got all that a lot of know, information. gems and yeah. stuff. No, there's no gems. <laughs> there's no gems. Well, you'll have to, you know, spend your few coins wisely. That's right. Then. There's three other people in the group, you know, Thor. You know, I think that... <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody else saw the gems, too. It's not, it's not about... It's not about me just keeping the gems. It's it's about us having a plan for um, the future. So it's like it's like I'm setting up a retirement account. Uh, I plan <laughs> to go drinking and carousing. See exactly. That's it. That's my. And that point. is my retirement plan. She's looking for an annuity. To I just want to find in. new ways, toys to kill people. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or maybe some magic, uh, some sort of magic protecty stuff. Like some fire resistant stuff? I will <laughs> keep them for your own goods. <laughs> oh, this is going to be interesting. Have you seen me spending a lot of coin? Uh, no. I don't think she would see you even if you were spending uh, coin. Oh, that's no. fair enough. And we'll see point. you next week. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, everybody. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you're enjoying our adventure. To show your support for this podcast, please leave a rating or review on your preferred podcast app. Also, be sure to check us out at DungeonPatrol.com.